Welcome to the Starting With One podcast, Success Leaves Clues series with Robin Bailey and Al McDonald. Have you ever wondered what makes someone successful? What are they doing that is different? How do they achieve greatness? We believe that success leaves clues. In this series, we are interviewing very successful people from different walks of life to hear their stories. We'd like to remind our listeners that the views expressed in this podcast are those of our guests and not necessarily those shared by our hosts. Welcome back to the Starting With One podcast, Success Leaves Clues series. Today's episode is sponsored by Life & Legacy Advisory Group. We believe sound financial advice improves people's lives. We're also brought to you by ARIA Benefits. We believe well-designed employee benefit programs enhance people's lives. I'm your host, Robin Bailey, here with my awesome co-host and business partner, Al McDonald. What do you say, Al? Excited as always. We've got a great guest as you're about to introduce, someone that we've known for a long time. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. We've known him for a long time, seen his business grow, and I would say we've become uh, friends over the years, so I'm really excited. So joining us today is the fantastic Craig Ryan from Versatile Millwrights out of Milton, Ontario. Welcome to the show, Craig. Thanks, guys. How are you today? Very good. Very good. You're in our anchor position wrapping up the day, so uh, you know, save the best for last, as they say. But Al, when I was thinking about getting together with Craig today, you you know that old saying we grew up with, you know, nice guys finish last. Man, that could not be further from the truth with this guy. Craig, you're one of the more successful people I know, and honestly, truly one of the nicest people I've met in my career. Where does that come from? I mean, I've seen you treat everyone you encounter over the years with that same friendly tone. Is that just part of you? Well, very complimentary words, Robin. I I appreciate that very much. I believe that has a lot to do with the family that I grew up in. And both my parents are are very humble, hardworking people and very lucky that they're both with us. But my dad is just a regular guy that went to work every day and and worked his butt off from from day to night, sometimes multiple jobs in order to put food on our table. Volunteer fireman in our community for, I believe, almost 30 years before he retired. We're very lucky, although not in these current COVID times, but very lucky that he still has interest and comes in and participates daily in, in our business activities. Yeah, and it's cool. I, I have been there when, you're, when your dad pops in. You do see where you get that from because obviously your dad's a super friendly guy as well. And I relate to that as well, as, as you know, Craig. My dad was in our business for 35 years, passed away this summer. And one of the things that I did when dad passed away because he knew so many people in the industry was put a little announcement out on LinkedIn because of you know he was in this industry. And the amount of outpouring of love and support and people saying, you know, your dad made me feel a certain way. And, you know, he was always such a great guy. And that's some of the the legacy that I want to carry on. So I do admire that. And that's, and that's why I wanted to start out at the episode with that is it definitely comes across. And I think everyone that I've encountered that knows you has a great deal of respect for you. And I, and I think you do really exemplify what it means to be a great, successful entrepreneur and be a heck of a nice guy at the same time. So I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. Very kind words. So Craig, again, you know, we've known you for a long time and we've seen your business grow quite a bit, but can you tell us a little bit just about where the idea for your business come about? First, why don't you tell us a little bit about the business itself, but then again, where'd the idea come from? Well, our business is a millwriting business, which is a trade. So, you know, similar to electricians and plumbers and HVAC mechanics and stuff. We go into large manufacturing facilities, repair, maintain, install, machinery that makes just about everything you can think of, everything from food industry to automotive to aerospace and everything in between. So 
that's a little bit about what we are. As far as how I got involved, I was always that kid that was hands-on right from being a young lad. I was the guy that uh, mom and dad bought a brand new toaster. So I'm told, I I don't quite remember this, but uh, they bought a toaster and brought it in the house and left it on the floor. And unbeknownst to them coming back half an hour later, I had it in about a thousand pieces to try to figure out how that particular toaster worked. (laughs) Back in those days, I didn't hold the skills to get it all back together and operational again, but luckily enough, my dad was. So I'm sure a lot of the traits that I have are because of him. That's a classic story. I think we've... (laughs) As a kid, our parents could probably tell us about uh, about that type of thing. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I have I have a friend who also went into the trades and uh, same thing. Every time this kid got a hold of something, he would take it apart. So I think I think you can tell early on which of the kids that are going to be able to be successful in those roles. I was definitely not one of those people. I had uh, <laughs> even if I was interested in taking apart, there is no way. And to this day, uh, there's not much that I can uh, I can put together. So, Craig, thanks for the intro and and, and telling us about uh, the company and how you came to be in this business. What do you think were the key ingredients or driving forces that led you to become an entrepreneur rather than just going out and getting a job? I guess probably most people that are entrepreneurs, you just, you always have this uh, dream of working for yourself. It's literally just as simple as that. You know, you have these grand ideas of it always being easy and things of that nature. And many times, nothing could be further from the truth. But, you know, digging your heels in and getting things done at the end of the day, it's certainly been worth it. And through the ups and downs, it's been fun, especially looking back on it now. It's, you know, uh, next month will be 29 years. So it's, it's been a while. I'm sure you've seen Craig as any entrepreneur has a lot of ups and downs. And I'm sure there were times when you probably wondered, why am I even doing this? Is it worth it all? But I'm also willing to bet there's been a lot of times when you are very reflective of and appreciative of doing what you've done. So is there one or more most satisfying moments in your business, something that really stands out for you? Well, something I I take great pride in, guys, you know, in in many businesses, people do come and go, but I'm still a big believer in you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. And whether that be people that work for you or the team of people you surround yourself with, you guys being a perfect example, taking care of our uh, benefits and lots of things for me personally, right from our accountant, we're a big believer in establishing long-term relationships you guys have been working with us for many years. Our accountant has worked with us for 27 of the 29 years and everything in between. I'm lucky enough to have my entire management team. I think probably 15 years is the lowest amount of years that my management team has been with me in upwards of 20 years. So very proud of that. The, these guys are the are the real reason that the wheels move every day and, and we are as successful as we are. Well, I'm sure they're going to be happy to hear that. You have to make sure that you get them to, to listen to this and <laughs> pass on a little bit of that appreciation. Yeah, exactly. And I witnessed that I've, way back, Craig. I don't know if you'll remember this. We, Because of the nature of your business and the guys being out in the road for most of the day, we, we held an employee meeting. And it was I think the meeting was at 5.30 or 6 a.m., and everyone came in and sat down. And you could tell there. this felt like a like a family. It felt like there was camaraderie there. And the closest I can put it to, because I don't work in your field, but I've, I've been a martial artist for a long time. And I've always talked about the camaraderie 
that's exchanged uh, when you when you train with someone. And, and I saw something very similar in your employee group. Now, I don't think it hurt that you also brought egg McMuffins for everyone that morning and everyone was uh, well-fed and happy, but uh, no, you definitely see it. And I, and I think it is a real testament to a business owner if people have been uh, with you that long and, and, and stuck around with you. So that's, uh, that's great to see. So Craig, again, you've been uh, operating as an entrepreneur and running your own business for a long time now. Do you have any advice that you would give to someone who's at the beginning stages, or maybe even just thinking about becoming an entrepreneur? And hopefully your answer is don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long and at times stressful, but fun ride when you get to look back at times, but the good, the bad, and the ugly, as they say. But I think one of the biggest things is to really find something that you truly enjoy doing because a lot of the time in the day you're spending at work. One of my, my general managers uses the analogy. He says, Hey man, we we spend a third of our life at work. Let's try to enjoy it. That's a very true statement. We do spend a lot of time at work. And so we want to surround ourselves with good people. We want to surround ourselves with enjoyable work. Not that everything's always enjoyable, but if you truly do love it, then it doesn't necessarily feel like a job. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think there's there's a lot of people who run their own businesses just for the sake of you know making money. If you're going to run your own business, you've got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy showing up at work every day because there is that that stress involved. So, Craig, COVID nineteen. Al and I were just talking about it before we hopped on. It's been one year today since the first COVID nineteen case arrived in in Canada. So obviously that's added a lot of stress to people's lives, especially to people like yourself running your business and. Obviously, you're trying to keep staff employed. And I don't know about you, Craig, but sometimes you know, I feel that added pressure. So at times like that, what do you do to relax and let off some steam? You know, over the years, I've had numerous enjoyments outside of work. Again, being mechanically inclined and, and loving it, I've been a big advocate of uh, motorcycles, both on-road and off-road for many, many years. I've ridden probably anywhere from 70 to 100,000 kilometers on motorcycles out in the mountains and parts of Europe. I'm very lucky to do so. We've shipped our motorcycles all over, certainly North America, and ridden dirt bikes out in the California desert. Me and three close friends rode our motorcycles from the Canada-USA border to the USA-Mexico border on the top of the Rocky Mountains camped up in the mountains, um, slept under the stars, made our own way. There's flat tires, breakdowns. You're in the middle of nowhere and everything you have with you, you're carrying in a little tool pouch and a fanny pack. So you make do with what you have. Enjoyed that. Also, you know, before I do what I do now, many, many moons ago, I was a music teacher and continue now just for the plain love of it. Reconnected with some old friends and um, actually playing bands and, and gig out at bars and around the Toronto, the GTA area back when uh, pre-COVID, not much going on these <laughs> particular days. Although we did do a, we were invited to do a virtual Christmas party for a, quite a large organization based out of Las Vegas. We played and sent them the video and then they played it to their staff via like a Google Meet type Christmas party. And uh, I think there was maybe about a thousand employees involved in that. So oh, wow. uh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. You're talking about dirt biking. It brings back memories. I think I was probably only about 12 years old and being a YZ or YZ80. Yeah. So that would have been a Yamaha. And I can tell you, yeah. Craig, it was so much fun. 
And well, I'm not going to give my age away on the podcast, but needless to say, many years later, I'm still thinking about that. And it's funny, I've chatted with you about there are schools that you know teach adults how to ride dirt bikes safely. And I'm thinking that might be something once we get through all this COVID-19 business, that might be something that I'm going to look into. So I think that's a great, both music and the dirt bikes. I mean, that's a, that's a great way to relax and let off steam yeah. and enjoy life along the way. So Absolutely. Well, when you're ready for that, reach out to me because I have a good friend that uh, owns and runs one of those particular schools. So, Ah, no kidding. Okay, excellent. Well, you never know. You might see uh, posts of me on social media on a dirt bike in the future. Who, Who knows? Well, listen, Craig, thanks so much for joining us today and sharing your story. Again, one of the nicest guys I know and one of the more successful guys I know. So great to have you with us. What's the best way for people to reach out if they have questions about yourself, what you're doing at Versatile Mill Rides, or the uh, Dirt Bike Riding School? (laughs) Well, the best way to reach me is just simply calling our office at 905-876-2362 and ask for Craig and they'll get in touch with me. I'm not a huge social media type guy. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm kind of a more of a hammer and chisel type of a fellow, but uh, I'm more of a, a talk ideally face-to-face or certainly on the phone. I'm more of that kind of a guy. All right. So heard loud and clear. If you want to talk to Craig, pick up the phone and just call call. There we go. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. That does it for today, folks. Really enjoyed the op this episode and conversation. As always, I hope you did too. If you have any questions for Al or myself, please feel free to give us a call or by joining the conversation on LinkedIn. As we've seen with Craig's success leaves clues. And remember it all starts with one.